Hi, it's me, Tiwa Ogunlesi. I'm a life coach, founder of Confident and Killing It, and you're listening to the Confident and Killing It podcast. This show is about waking you up to your worth so you can be confident, unstoppable, and dare to live the life that you truly desire. No more fear and insecurities getting in the way. It's time to master your mind, believe in yourself, and show up in the world. Let's get into it. I am so, so excited to be recording this episode. I have been putting off creating a podcast for so long and I'm so glad I finally done it because it just feels so normal and natural and so right. Um, So thank you to everyone who's listening right now for all your love and support Um, so far. I absolutely love every single one of you. Um, Since the first episode, I thought it would be good to share my journey, like how did I become confident and killing it? I wasn't born with confidence, so something must have happened somewhere in my life to get me to where I am today. So I'm going to be sharing my journey with you um, from how I went from an insecure teenager plagued with comparison and, and such a negative mind to becoming the fabulous, fearless, captivating boss babe that I am today. Okay, so starting off, where did my journey begin? So I was born and raised in Nigeria and I grew up in such a loving household. My parents are absolutely incredible. They always surrounded me with positive vibes and really brought me up to always believe in myself and my capabilities. But for some reason, I was just plagued with comparisons. So I have an older brother and a younger sister. So I'm the middle child. Shout out to all the other middle children listening to this. We are the best. And my sister's only 11 months younger than me. So we were really close growing up. We had the same clothes. Um, just, yeah, really same everything. For some reason, I could not just stop comparing myself to her. She is tall and she was one of those people who can eat whatever she wanted and she would literally just say, stay slim. Whereas I, on the other hand, I was the one who was always exercising and who, who had to watch what I ate and eat smaller portions. And my weight was just going up and down, up and down. And so I would always just look at her and be like, oh, you have it so easy. You're so lucky. Your stomach is always flat. And I would just look at myself in the mirror and just hate what I saw. So that was one of my biggest issues. And obviously, as I began to always think, oh, my body isn't good enough, my body isn't good enough, that affected other areas in my life. And then when I was 15, I went to boarding school in England. And as you can imagine, being in an all-girls boarding school in the countryside in Surrey, comparison was such a thing everyone was just obsessed with their bodies and what they looked like and it was almost like a competition to who had the most problems it's like oh like but at least you know my my thighs are big at least you have like a spotless face and they'll be like oh no but yeah I have a spotless face but like oh you've got such a nice bum like I wish I had your bum and it was just like everyone was constantly comparing themselves to each other and so that just made me even worse because I started obsessing over other people's bodies and I would be like oh uh, oh look at her legs I really want those legs or, or like I really want those arms and everywhere I looked this tall slim woman was celebrated the most and so that was my ideal 
But the catch 22 was that my body could never be like that because that's just not the way my body is built. I have thighs, okay? I have got some thunder thighs on me. And so my body isn't built for the tall, skinny woman. I've I've got body, I've got curves, you know? So I was in this never-ending battle of wanting my body to be something it could not be. And so that led to so many negative thoughts in my mind about myself, about my body. And it was just such a dark place for me. Um, And so I just kind of went numb, to be honest. I went numb in my feelings. I didn't really feel any emotions. I was very angry a lot of the times. I hid it. Um, I would drink and go out and party and just never really confront my mind and my thoughts. It was just too challenging to me. And I was just like, I need to just escape reality and not engage with my thoughts. And I also didn't tell anyone about it. I didn't share that my mind was super negative because I thought no one else had negative thoughts. Can you imagine? I I literally thought no one else had negative thoughts. And so there was no point sharing how I felt because no one would understand. So yeah, growing up, that was my life. Comparing myself constantly, hating my body, just kind of like going out and trying to numb my emotions. And then... When I was in university, through divine intervention, one blessed day, I learned that my mind was a battlefield. And that's the same for everyone. Your mind is a battlefield of conflicting forces. It usually works against you, but you can train it to work for you. So your positive and negative thoughts are always, always, always fighting for your attention and you have to decide which one is going to win. Now, I'm a really competitive person. So once I learned that my mind is a battlefield and I can win the battle, I was like, yo, let's go. Like, let's get it. What do I need to do? So obviously when you're going to battle, no one just shows up at a battle like, hey, I'm here. Like, what's up, girl? That's not how this works, right? You need strategies. You need tools. And that is how you build confidence. No one is born with confidence. As you can see, I was not born confident. I have had my fair share of insecurities, but confidence is a practice. It's something you have to be strategic about. It's something you have to be intentional about. And I learned that from John Maxwell. So one of the life-changing books that I read in the early days as I was starting my self-love journey was 15 Laws of Growth by John Maxwell. And he taught me that growth is intentional because before I was like, oh, when I'm 25, I'll be grown. I'll be making money. I'll be working. Um, But no, that is not how it works. You have to be intentional about your growth. You need to know where you want to go and carve out the steps of how you're going to get there. Otherwise, you will wake up one day in your 40s and realize your whole life has flashed in front of you and you have nothing to show for it. Um, Another really good book I read was Battlefield of the Mind by Joyce Meyer. And that is where I really learned the ins and outs of how your mind is a battle. And so... When I started being intentional about my personal growth, I wasn't always intentional, right? I just thought growth just happened to you. But no, you have to be intentional about your personal growth. You have to invest in yourself. That is how you become confident. It's not there knocking at your door waiting to give you a nice big hug. It is something you have to work for and practice. And that is exactly what I did. So I made a decision that I was no longer going to live in bondage to my negative thoughts and to my fear and I was going to find freedom in my truth. 
And so I started working on my strengths. That's the first thing when it comes to building confidence. You need to know the good things about yourself. Usually when I ask people to tell me what their strengths are, they're like, oh, strengths. Like you hear crickets. They're like looking up at heaven, hoping something drops down. And when I ask them to tell them, okay, tell me what you're insecure about. The list goes on and on. It just rolls off their tongue. Like, oh, I'm so bad at this. I'm so bad at that. Oh, I hate this about myself. Oh, I hate that about myself. It's so easy to talk about the things you hate about yourself than it is to talk about the things you love about yourself. Take a moment and really think about that. If all that's playing in your mind are negative things about yourself, how are you going to be confident? How are you going to show up in the world believing in yourself and being confident in who you are when all that's happening and going on in your mind is negative, negative, negative? So when a song comes up on your iPhone that you don't want to listen to, what do you do? You change the track. So why do we allow songs of self-doubt and negativity play over and over and over again in our minds as if they are the theme song to our life? You have the power of choice to decide if you're going to listen to those songs of negativity or if you're going to change it, if you're going to click next and think of the positive songs. So your mind is like a playlist. You've got to have a mix of positive and negative songs. Otherwise, you're going to be stuck in this endless loop of negativity. So I decided to create some positive songs for my playlist. That is my mind. And I started off those positive songs by figuring out what my strengths are. Your strengths are the foundation to your truth. They are the foundation to your confidence. If you do not know good things about yourself, you cannot be confident. And this is something to prioritize. This is not boasting. This is not arrogance. Okay. This is just smart. Know the good things about yourself so you know how to show up in the world and get what you want. So how do you figure out your strengths? There's some really critical questions you need to ask yourself and I can't really go into all of them now, but if you want to know more about how to figure out your strengths, I've got numerous masterclasses and worksheets that you can attend or do on your own. So please visit www.confidentandkillingit.com and you will find all the resources there. What are some of your biggest achievements and moments when you've been proud of yourself? Those are some of the things you can ask yourself to figure out what your strengths are and what you're good at doing. When have you felt alive? When was a moment you felt truly alive? These are the things you've got to pay attention to because they reveal certain things about you, about your strengths and about your interests. So Once I started articulating my strengths and believing that those strengths belong to me, I then looked at my interests. What do I love doing? What sets my heart on fire? Confidence, the foundation of confidence is knowing your strengths and your interests and finding a way for the two things to work together and create synergy. You need to know what matters to you. You need to know what you're good at and you need to do those things. That is what you need to prioritize in life. Okay, so... As I started to realize that I was good at communicating and connecting with people and understanding emotions, um, I decided to volunteer as a youth uh, leader at my local church. So I started my confidence journey at 21. 
finished university, started working in um, an engineering company in Oxford. That was like my first job. So it was kind of like when I graduated from university, there was so much pressure to get a job, get a job, get a job. And so I just took the first job that said yes to me. And I ended up um, moving to Oxford to work for a FTSE 500 company that was an uh, engineering company in Oxford. So I get there and I'm in their marketing department and I absolutely hate it because I'm such a passionate person. I thought, oh, I can be passionate about anything. It's fine. But that is not how passion works. (laughs) You can only be passionate about the things you care about. And I did not care anything about the products I was selling. And so I was thinking, you know, there has to be more to my life than this. There has to be more to my life than being stuck in a job that I hate because I was literally going home every single night and crying that this was terrible, that I hated this and I couldn't be there. Um, but I was in a grad scheme, so I couldn't really leave cause that would look really pathetic. So I had to stick it up for at least a year. Um, and so I decided I'm going to, I need to do something in my spare time that is aligned to my strengths and my interests so I can fall in love with my life again. And so I started volunteering at my local church in, in Oxford and I was working as a youth leader. And so as a youth leader, I just had a group of about uh, girls who were 15 to 17 years old who I just had to hang out with every Sunday and kind of mentor and um just make sure they were all good in life. So I asked them to write down on a piece of paper what they wanted to get more out of in life. And so they did individually. So nobody saw anybody else's answers. And when I got home, I was super excited to see what they had to say. So I opened the first piece of paper. And the first thing I read is, I wish I was more confident. And I'm like, okay, it's just one person. It's fine. Open the second piece of paper. I wish I loved myself more. Third piece of paper. I wish I was more confident. Fourth piece of paper. I want to learn how to unleash my inner Beyonce. Fifth piece of paper. I wish I was more confident. I wish I loved myself more. And I literally burst into tears. Because I said, how can it be that another generation of young women are growing up not loving themselves? wishing they were more confident and wanting to believe in themselves. And I just thought this is not okay because I remember when I was 16 and I didn't love myself and I hated my body. And it just was like 10 years later, nothing in society had changed. And I was so angry because I was like, I am tired of seeing this generational cycle of low self-esteem in women. It's just not okay. And so I literally had a fire burning in my heart and I said, I have to do something about this. So I grabbed my phone and I made a video about how important it is to love and believe in yourself. Now, I made the video and I was going to put it on Instagram. And so I'm holding my phone, uploading it to Instagram and I need to press send. But I am shaking I'm shaking because my negative thoughts are on overdrive. What if people laugh at you? What if people judge you? Oh, you think you're Oprah now? Girl, you sound like a man. This is not for you. Your face is too close to the camera. This is cringe. Your skin, mm -mm, you've got spots, honey. You don't need the spotty face on camera. Do not press send. 
That is what was playing over and over and over and over again in my head. But guess what? Because I had started my self-love journey, because I knew I had something to offer the world and I believed in myself. Oh my gosh, I'm getting emotional saying this story because whew, I, well, I really did not plan to get this emotional, but I just remember that moment so clearly where my negative thoughts were literally on overdrive and I could have said no. I could have dropped my phone and deleted that video and never posted that video. But I said to myself that the message I have in me is so much greater than the negative thoughts playing in my head. I am going to post this video because I know there is a girl out there who needs to hear what I have to say. That is what I said to myself. And I posted that video. And that day I sent a loud message to my negative thoughts that you do not have control over me. How was I able to do that? By remembering the positive things about myself. I remembered that my voice matters. Your voice matters. Your life matters. You matter simply because you exist. And that's a fact. You matter simply because you exist not because of how much money you have or what your body looks like or who your friends are or how many followers on instagram you have you matter simply because you exist and so i had to remind myself that that what i had to bring to the world that the message in me was more important than the negative thoughts playing in my head And so I posted that video on Instagram and I got so many DMs from girls telling me how that video really helped them, thanking me. And I was like, okay, this got some really good feedback. Um, Let me, let me just keep going. Right. And I think so many of us want to put ourselves out there. We know we have a message. We know there's, there's a fire burning in our hearts, but we're just so afraid. What if people judge me? What if people laugh at me? What if I fail? What if it goes wrong? People, you haven't even done it yet. It hasn't happened yet, but you've already gone into your future to visualize the worst possible outcome. Don't do that. That's not smart. That's called rehearsing failure. And you don't want to rehearse failure. If you're going to go into your future to think of an outcome, think of the outcome that you do want. And that's what helped me. I saw girls watching my video, being inspired, learning to love themselves, being confident. I remembered my mission. I remembered my why. I remembered my purpose. I want to make self-love the norm rather than the exception. And I'm not going to stop until every single woman and girl on this planet knows that she can love and believe in herself. Until every single woman and girl knows that confidence is accessible to them. That there is so much greatness within them. They just need to wake up to it. So I would like to remind you that your opinion of yourself matters more than what other people think of you. Okay? One video on Instagram for me that I posted in 2017, being consistent with my messaging has led to now in about two and a half years, me speaking to over 2000 women in multiple different countries, London, Lagos, New York, 
um, the Oprah Winfrey Leadership Academy in, in South Africa, in Johannesburg, um, in Kigali. I have spoken to women all over the world about being confident and loving themselves. Confident and killing it would not exist if I had not posted that first video on Instagram. So you never actually know where your life can take you. You never know. And so that is why you need to bet on yourself. That is why you need to believe in what you have to offer and go out into the world and do it because you never know where life is going to take you. So to wrap up, one of my favorite quotes ever is she knew the power of her mind. So she programmed it for success. And that quote is literally the definition of my life. The moment I found out how powerful my mind was, I began the work to program it for success so that my mind would work for me rather than against me. You have to upgrade your belief system. You cannot let old beliefs, limiting beliefs hold you back. If something, if a belief does not work for you, if a belief does not serve you, you have the power to let it go. No one is born with beliefs. Everything you believe right now is because you've been taught it um, or society or something has happened to you and has led you to believe that. But if a belief no longer serves you, like you not being good enough, you not being smart enough, you not being creative enough, those sorts of beliefs keep you stuck. They do not take you closer to your goals. So you've got to make a decision to decide, are you going to stay stuck with the limiting beliefs or are you going to start believing empowering things about yourself that move you closer to your goal? So that is my confidence journey. My mind was a mess. I woke up to the truth of who I was and I said, I am going to be intentional about this. I am going to put in the work. I am going to practice being confident because I know with confidence comes freedom. Self-love is freedom. Being unapologetic about who you are and not caring about what other people think is freedom. And it is such an amazing life. And I really want to open it up and invite you into that life with me. So this podcast is going to be all about waking up to your worth, overcoming fear, overcoming anxiety, overcoming imposter syndrome, and really putting yourself out there and showing up in the world because there is so much greatness within you that needs to come out. So thank you so much for listening. I hope you've enjoyed my journey and my story. This season is really going to be focusing on staying confident and killing it in challenging times. I didn't really talk about the fact that we're in the middle of the COVID-19 pandemic, but the next couple of episodes are going to be dedicated to how to stay confident and killing it in challenging times, dealing with fear, being resilient, um, learning how to bounce back from challenges, boosting positive emotions. I'm going to tackle all of those in the episodes to come. So please, 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 if you loved this episode, subscribe, rate, and leave a review. Tell me what you want to hear more of. What subjects do you want me to tackle? I am literally here to guide you to be your life coach on this journey to becoming confident and killing it. Also take a screenshot, share this on Instagram, share it with your friends, and tag me at Tiwalola, T-I-W-A, 
A-L-O-W-L-A and at Confident and Killing It. If you enjoyed it, make sure you tag us on Instagram and share it with your friends. This is so exciting. I'm so glad to be doing this. I've loved every moment of it and there is so much goodness to come. Thank you so much for listening. Love you all. And until next time, stay confident and killing it.